Good morning, Masechen Adarim Daf Ayin, and we're starting on the Amud Im Tim Chiloma. I just want to go back quickly. So, in the middle of a question, we saw that the last question uh, that we're busy with is by Yiraba. Right, so this this was a question. Um, so, if a person says to his wife or to his daughter, "Kayam lechi hayom," today your kayonel is kaymahu. What do we say? So since he said Kayam Hayom, does he mean Kayam Hayom, but tomorrow it's not Kayam, and therefore it's if he's doing Hafrat Larim for tomorrow? Or Dilma Haloa Marim, at the end of the day he never said that to her, right? Look at the Rashi, the very last line of the Rashi. He never said Mufalichi Lemacha. So now the Gemara Stotem says, Im Tim Tilomar, now we're starting on the Amud, right? So if you're going to say he didn't say that to her, right? He said, uh, in which, in other words, she's not Mufar. So then I'll ask you the next question. What if he said to her, if he said to her, Mufar Now remember that a husband and a father have got the right to do Hafarah today. Can they say Mufar Lemachar? Look at Rashi. Then what? So her nether is Kayam Hayom. The Chaman to Amar Mufar Lechil Machar. And he says tomorrow Mufar, which means today it's Kayam. Amar Dem Hayom and the Master the Shamabay have a nether. The day that he heard it, which was today, it is a nether, right? And we Vekimua, uh, uh, right? Vekimua. The Bach changes that from Vekimui Kayme Lekimuya. It says, and since he said it's Kayim, Tulo Mafile, Kamefile, or maybe not, or Dilma Kevin, the law Amar Mufalichi, since he never actually used the word Mufalichi, but had a Kayim Lichi Mihayom, the Shamalek Amar, the Tamifar may be saying over here, he said Mufar, and by saying that, but a Kayim Lichi Mihayom, the Shamalek Amar, that would be Mufar. So, let's go back into the Gemara now. Do we say that tomorrow he can't mayfair it? That's the Rashi Vashti said now. He never actually used the words Kaim. He just said Mufalach Machar. He already meant it from today, which means that the Nere was Mufar today. Today was the day. He's not a Mufar Mafirit. So, that's the question. The Gemara is not finished. If you want to say, even so, right? Since he said, which means that today it's Kayim, but tomorrow it's Mufar. Right? So then, tomorrow the Nether existed. Right? So then, Kamaan Ita Dami. Just one, 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 one second, sorry. So he says, uh, dami. And then, so then, Amar lay, that should be here, Amar la, said to her, Amar la, Kayam lichi sha'amahu. So now, what if he says it's only Kayam for one hour? Kayam lichi, Radrashi adnya sha'achat, for one hour. Miyam, when I do, we say, Command, Amala mufa lichi lachar sha'adami, that even I'm telling you why it's Kayam for one hour, because after one hour, it's not going to become, as if I'm saying to you that the nether is moved far after one hour. Or Dilma, Halo Amala, but he actually never said that. Look at Rashi, Dilma, Halo Amala, Mufa Lichila Hashem, never said after one hour. So therefore, maybe it's not Mufa. 
Therefore, the dead is, is, is an edir. And the Gemara carries on and says, so now, if we're going to say that, it's not, that, that the neder is not mufar, right? in other words, the neder is kayam, look at Rashi. Rashi says, Im tim kayam hoyo amarla mufara, because he never said mufar, the neder, therefore, is a neder, he was makayam the neder. So now, Im tim tzelomar, so ha lo amarla mufar, mihu amarla ma, what if he actually said mufar? Look at Rashi, adds in the missing blacks. Mihu amarla mufar lichilachasha. So he says, Kayim sha'av mufar lachachasha. So now we go back to square one. What happens if he says the net is kayim for one hour and then it's mufar after that hour? Mia Brina, do we say, Kayvan de kayimu kayimu, since he said it was kayim for one hour. So it's already kayim. And now who says you can mafia your net after you said it's kayim? Right? So Kevin the Kaima Kaima or Dilma Kevin the Hula Yoma Bar Hakama Varafarahu. Maybe no, maybe since the whole day, we said but Yom Shomo on the day that he hears it. So when's the day that he hears it? The whole day. So maybe since really he's got the whole day. Right? Call Kevin the Hula Yoma Bar Hakama, Uva can decide on that day to do Hakama or Afarahu. So therefore, Ki Amar Mufa Lichi Lachasha, Mahani, it might actually help. Because it's still part of that day, and that day he's allowed to do afara on that day, even though he said kaimi lichi l'sha'achat. Because the whole day is a day, so maybe you can go up and down and change your mind in that day, right? You can go back and back, 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 back and forth. Maybe Mahani. So this is the whole long question that really started at the end of yesterday's Amud with uh, Bayi Rabbah. Now the Ram points out over here, and he quotes the Rashba that there's certain stirot within the, the whole question. But we're not we're not going to go into into the actual analysis. I think we, we we've got this. Gemara tries to answer now from a brighter, and says Toshma, Nazir, Harani Nazira. A woman says makes a neder. I'm going to be a Nazir. Right? Vishama Bala, and her husband hears her saying that. And what does he say? Vaani, and me. So what does it mean, and me? Right? Look at Rashi. Shama balav amar v'ani. Klomar, what does he say, Rashi? V'ani iye nami kamotayich. I'll also be like you. I'll also be a Nazi. So kevet amar hachi, enu yachol hafen, nizirut yishto. Now how can he go now made for the nether of his, of his wife, nizirut? Because he said, ani. And therefore look, en yachol hafen. The brother says, he can't do hafarana. So maybe that's the answer to our question. If a person, once he does it, kayam, can't do afara. Just like when the woman said, I'm going to be a Nazir. And he said, me too. So by me saying, saying me too, it means me too and you. We're going to be together, Nazirim, which means that if it's saying kayim lach. If he said kayim lach, and the bride says over there in Nazir, which seems to answer our questions. Once the guy said kayim, he can't do afara. So he says, Vamai, why not? Name of Ani the Amar who al Nafshad Avi Nazir. Maybe when he said Vaani, Ani was only applying to him. He never said anything about her. She said, Araini Nazir, I'm going to be a Nazir. He said, I'm also going to be, I'm going to be a Nazir. He never said anything about her. He said, I'm going to be a Nazir. So maybe when he spoke about himself, he could speak about himself, but he could still make fear. About Haraini Nazirah, delay, Shahat Kaima. Maybe all he was really thinking about was that for one hour she should also be a Nazi together. But after Sha'i by eleven, maybe he could he tended after one hour to come and make for it. Which then the woman said, maybe in our whole questioning over here, if the husband said 
Kaimel Shahat, he could afterwards come and cancel it. Like maybe I'll be yeah, maybe when the woman said I want to be a Nazira. He said, I'll be a Nazir. What was his real intention was I'll be a Nazir for 30 days. You'll just be a Nazir for one hour, and then in an hour's time I'll cancel your Nazir. Am I an Yakolafe? Love me shub, says the Gomorrah Dachivan de Kaimo Kaimo. Isn't that the reason? That's the answer to our question. Ah, because once you do kiyum, you can't do afara anymore. Maybe that's why. The very fact that it's even for one hour, that's the proof that he called him. Well, he says, no, that's not the reason why. Look. Kesavar kovani command amar kayem lichi olam dami. Different reason altogether. When a person says va'ani, if we haven't, if really we haven't got an answer to our question because we, we're saying that maybe, yes, we don't know. What we do know from this case in Nazareth is just that when a person says va'ani, it's as if he's saying to his wife, you are forever. And we're not you only for one hour. It's you are forever. So therefore we, we know that when a person says va'ani, it's he's saying you are forever. Now you can never do the hafara after that. But it doesn't actually answer our question at all of what happened if he just said yes for one hour. Because we are a lot of lomdas over here all day. But, uh, but without really coming to a, to, a, to a proper answer of exactly of exactly what that was. <laughs> okay, new Mishnah. Okay, so the Mishnah is like this. Meitav. So we saw this Mishnah the other day, by the way. We discussed it uh, a couple of, of, of days ago. We looked at it. It's like a Meitav. If the father dies, remember we're talking about a betrothed girl over here now who's a Na'ara. That both her father and her husband together as a partnership can uh, may fear her Nadarim. So if the father dies... So the Mishnah says, The father dies, the husband doesn't now inherit the, the father's powers and be able to start doing the Hafarat and Arim on his own. If the husband dies, So then the husband, the father does now. The father does now inherit, so to speak, the, the powers of the husband and he can now do Hafarat on his own for his daughter. Look at the Rashi here quickly. A rule, a cloud. Husband can only do hafara in partnership with the father. If there's no father, he can't do it. We'll see that where we saw earlier on Das If the husband does, so the father does get those powers. We'll see in the Gemara in a moment. The Mishnah then says, This is one of those cases where the father has got a stronger position than the husband has got. Right? Uh, and Rashi says, because when the husband dies, so the powers go to the father. So that's a case where the father has got a stronger case in the Baal. And B'davar Acher says the Mishnah, in case the father's amongst us, he's not getting upset. There's also another side of that, where the husband has got a, a stronger situation than the father. And what is that? But where a father, a husband, can bebegir, bebegir, I think, bebegir, bebegir. Um, where a father, a, a father can't uh, annul his grown daughters in the, the darim, where a husband can uh, annul or may fare his adult wives in the darim. Look at Rashi very quickly over here. Uh, it's very important. That if, if, if we, we saw specifically that when it comes to a Naira, so if a Naira is getting betrothed, she gets 12 months, right? 
And for 12 months, she goes and sorts herself out. And the husband sorts himself out and prepares for their marriage. Then after 12 months, when they're meant to get married, if he doesn't arrive to marry her, so even if he never arrived to marry her from the 12 months, if you remember, he has to start supporting her. Remember that? Like almost like a punishment. Even if he never arrived from that moment onwards, he has to start supporting her, even if they never got married. So says the Mishnah over here, that so he never married her. She eats his stuff and he was a coin. She can eat truba. And the and the rashi says that anybody who makes a, a neder in a situation like that makes it on the date that her husband has got the ability to uh, do it. And since he now is responsible to feed her, therefore it seems to go together that once he's assumed full responsibility for her, right? Because if all intents and purposes there is if. They are in the suim now, as far as the food is concerned and the responsibilities. So therefore, he can also annul her vows on her own. So when you see a little bit of a complication in terms of this 12-month period and how long you wait for, uh, something which maybe never came so clear, wasn't so clear to us when we learned Ketubot, by the way. It might come a little bit more clearer when we get to the Gemara. Okay, so the Gemara says, my timer. What's the reason for all of this? We said, Right, Dama What does it mean, binurea beitavia? Look at Rashi. Chinara, as long as she's a maiden, she's under 12 and a half. Lot she's never father's reshut. maybe if she's betrothed. Because she never ever actually went into her husband's reshut. Because she was a maiden, right? Even the husband does. When the father does, the husband doesn't isn't able to uh, to do to do the the, the hafra on his own. Meita baal we saw in the Mishnah. If the husband does, but does go to the to the father. says Where do we know this from? That the father can take over this whole story. Amar The pasuk says, right? Im ish Remember we saw that the day in the Gemara we asked a question. The Gemara said, "What does everything of Rabbi Yezir?" Do with them. He says he does. You need you need that pasuk for the other rabbi. So Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel. On Daf Samachet, we said the uh, we said the rabbi hide the tanner of Rabbi Shmuel my abid lay. So he said sorry hide the tanner of Rabbi Shmuel my abid. He said me by lay loma shaba mefer in the darim sheben lebeina. He said the tanner of Rabbi Shmuel the imayot yer is sorry my abid lay. He says. Uh, Mokim lele idach rabba. Et vahayo. Tiele ish. Right? When we were trying to work out the makor, and Samachet, we were trying to work out where do we know that the father and the husband together, and we said there was the Pasuk Vav, which spoke about the father, and Pasuk Zayim, we spoke about the, 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 the husband, Vim hayo tiele ish. We said that that Vav joined the father and the, and the, and the, and the husband. Remember that? In the Psukim? And we asked the Kashav there, we said that we need it for this demon of Rabbah. This is the demon of Rabbah. Amar Rabbah, the Amar Krav, imayoti el ish unidare aleha. So what does it mean, imayoti el ish? So look at Rashi Aviyah. Beshnei havayot akatub midaber. There are two havayot. It says, ayoti ye. So what does it mean, two havayot? It says, makish kodem havaya shnia le kodme havaya rishona. Now, what does it mean, Kodme Havaya Shnia? So, Kodme Havaya Shnia over here, look at Rashi, Klomar Keshemait Arus Rishon. So, if she was betrothed to a man, 
and then he goes and dies. She's going to be betrothed to another man afterwards, hopefully. She's not going to stay a widow. She's a young girl. A young girl. So now in the meantime, what's happening? She had her father around. Before, her, before she got betrothed, there was her father. Then she gets betrothed. Then dies this husband. She's still got her father. Right? So look at Rashi Klumar. Arus Rishon Kadesh so that is the Havaya Rishra to Havaya Shniya. It was between these two husbands that her father is still around. Ma Kodme Havaya Rishona Avme Felechudetsa. Before she got betrothed, her father could do it on his own. Therefore, Av Kodme Havaya Shniya Avme Felechudetsa. Therefore, just after this, this betrothed husband dies, her father goes back to being on his own again because now she's ready to be betrothed the second time. So between betrothals, her father's on his own. Therefore, just like after her husband died, the father is exactly like he was before there was a first husband in the, in the first place. So that's what Rabbi says. That's the, the explanation of how come uh, it goes back to goes back to the father. So the Gemara says, So the Gemara says, on his own. So the says, maybe that what can the father do on his own after the Arus dies? Things that aren't connected to the Arus himself. But maybe things that are connected to the Arus himself, even the father hasn't got the ability to do hafara with regard to them. So Gemara says, Right, that we've already learned of when she was an Ara in her father's house. We learned over there in all those sorts of things. Look at the Rashi over here. Well, as long as she's in her father's house, her father can do in the diary. Since we've now got these two avayot of once she got betrothed, then the guy dies again, the husband dies. She goes back to her father. Says Just like when she was in her father's house, her father can do any neder. So too, once her husband dies and she's now back in her father's house, he can do any, any, uh, any, any, any neder. Okay, so now the Mishnah just picks up, the Gemara picks up on the Gemara. The Gemara said, But really, this isn't what the Gemara wants to discuss. The Gemara is discussing the second part of that statement. So we said in the Mishnah, we said that the, the father, that the, that the father has, a, has a, a stronger position than the husband. And we also said, but with regards to another aspect, Right, that the that the that the, the husband's got a stronger vision than, than the father. What was about the, the husband? The father can mafia in the darim of a beggar of a girl who's who's grown up where the father can't. So what exactly are we speaking about over here when uh, when the father when the husband can do things that the father can't, which is a bulgarian? When is this, when, how does this work that, that he can annul her vows? Because we, we're making an assumption over here that the guy got him betrothed to a girl who was a katana. So if he got him go, uh, betrothed to a girl who was a katana, right, then, then what's going on? This is If you want to tell me talking about a situation that when they got betrothed, she was a nara, and then she became a bulgaret, and that's why the husband can now annul vows. Right, so look at the Rosh. The Rosh, the Rosh explains this figure very nicely. I think it was, the, for me, the easiest to understand. Right in the middle of the Rosh. It says, And now, because she became a Bulgarian, so now the father's 
authority is is just is is as it disappeared. Now the arus, we say maybe the arus over here, the betrothed, not the proper nisuin, kiddush nisuin. Yes, not the not the the nisuin, the the arus, because she became a bogeret, he can do it. The Lord says no. So we want to learn like some sort of a hekesh over here. If the father dies, so now Mirshutav, now the girl's no longer in the shul of her father because he's dead. And Bagrut, it's also Motsiyah Mirshutav. And when a girl matures and becomes a Bulgarian, she also leaves her father's shul. So we want to say, We learned already that when the girls are, uh, 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 when they are Rusim, the father dying does not endow the husband with those extra powers of the father. Remember, we read that in the Mishnah. That the father, the husband can only ever do it if he's an arus with the father. Therefore, when the father dies, it doesn't help. So just like Mitta, which takes the girl out of her father's shul because it's no longer a father, but nonetheless, the husband doesn't in- inherit those authority, the, those, that authority to another vows. So the same thing. Because she became a Bulgarian, while she was an Arusa, that's not going to help the Baal. So that can't be the case. It can't be that when do we say that the Yafei Koach HaBaal Mi Koach Av, we're speaking about a girl who got betrothed as a, as a maiden, and then she grew into a Bulgarian while she's still betrothed. That won't work. Because all that's really happening is she's leaving her father's Rashut as a Bulgarian. But so when he dies, she's also leaving his Rashut. And when he dies, the husband doesn't receive those powers. We said a clout. That the husband, the arus, the fiance, can only annul vows together with the father. So what are we speaking? Of? This is something else. Maybe it must be a different story. Ella, we're talking about Shekidshek. She talking about a situation where they got where the kiddushin already took place when she was a Bulgarian. Maybe in a case like that, when the actual kiddushin before the nesuin, they're still made and still betrothed, but the betrothal was when she was a Bulgarian. So the father never really ever had authority over her because as a Bulgarian he lost his authority over her. Maybe in a case like that. Uh, look at the Rosh. They haven't yet done Nisuin, which she's still not living with him. Maybe that's the case, says the Gemara. Well, wait a second. We've already learned that cloud. Well, that can't be the Chirush of our Mishnah. We learned it, not even we learned it, but we learned it in this Perek. Right? If you look at, if you look at, the, uh, at the Rosh, he says, Ha Nami Tanina, the Plukted Rabbilezer Rabbanani. We're going to learn this very soon. We'll see on the Daf, I think, Ayn Bet, Ayn Gimel. But I think Rashi actually mentioned, uh, he, uh, Rashi's the one that says, Rashi says, Ha Tanina, Chadazi, we learned this, Bahach Pirkin Gufe, in this exact Perek. So the Gemara, the Mishnah, it's just two, the same Alokha twice in the same Perek. Sometimes it happens in the different Masechta. But twice, the same halacha, the same parag, that when she was mit Kadeshit as a Bulgarian, we learned that that can't be the Kiddush of this Mishnah. And where did we learn that? So over here, the Gemara says, come on, here, Ayn Gimel, I would bet, right, in three days' time. Ha Bulgarian she shahata yud bet chodesh. The Bulgarian to waited 12 months, like we saw the Rashi in the Mishnah. She waited 12 months, and after 12 months, the guy didn't arrive to marry her. From that moment onwards, he becomes responsible to feed her. And just like he's responsible to feed her, he can annul her vows. That should be learned. That doesn't seem to be the Chirush of this Mishnah. The Gemara says, just before you carry on, is that in itself, that Mishnah there on Ein Gimel, in itself is difficult. Why is it difficult? 
Because Amarta, what did you say? Habogeret the Bogeret, the grown woman who waited 12 months. So now I said something which wasn't so clear to me in Ketubot. That's why I said, no, wait, it's become a little bit clearer over here. What's what? Bogeret, Why does a Bogeret need 12 months? And Nara needs 12 months. Why? Because she's a young girl. She now has to go and work and look, raise a bit of money for herself, buy herself some nice clothes and the jewelry and we'll get ready for the wedding. But a Bogeret. The assumption with the Bulgarian is that she's already organized. Look at the Rosh. Amata Bulgarian, which she started to give it to Cholish. Mashbele Perush to Matnitinachi. Ha Bulgarian Uktana, she's done that's already the answer, sorry. Ha Gufakashia. My Letruza Maditi, but a motive. Okay, hold on. So there wasn't the Ranik, the Rosh, the Rashia via. That's again, I explained all of that. Um, here we are. The 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 trace as well. <laughs> so I'm trying. Okay, look at the toss. The toss actually writes like this. Toss what says. Amarta a Bulgaria doesn't need 30 days, it doesn't need a, a, a 12 months. A Bulgaria needs 30 days. Right? Because a Bulgaria is assumed to be organized. So why do we tell, so that's what the Gemara says, forget about the fact that we really learned this halacha somewhere else. But now that I'm thinking about it, says the Gemara, it's actually difficult in itself. Why do we have to wait 12 months for a Bulgaria? Right? Uh, so, so get, oh, the Gemara says, sorry, ah, I was looking over for who said that. There was a Rishon. It's actually written in the Gemara. Sorry. The Gemara itself says, Three days is enough. So the Gemara now gives two answers. You're right. So we're talking about two different types of people. One on the one in the Bogeret. A Bogeret, automatically the guy can maybe annul her vows. And the And the other case of a Naira that wait that waited to But however you look at it with regards to the Bulgarian, it's still a Kashia. With that Bulgarian, you tell me it's two possible answers. Because look back in the Russian now, the Trazim Because you're telling me here again that we're learning in our case. That we got a beggar that the Baal can do it. Even the Mishnah there is talking about two scenarios. What are that second case of a, of a Bulgarian? If I really learned here about a Bulgarian. See the Gemara gives two answers now. It says, Ibad Dafka. Where it says, You're right. Here in this sugya over here, in this Mishnah, this is really the Ikar. This is the Dafka. This is the Chidush. And why do we learn it again on Dafka and Gimel? We'll see it in three days' time. But really, this is the way the place to learn it. We're not learning it twice. This is the place to learn about the Bulgarian. Just there it comes up again because of a machloket. And the other answer is Bulgarian Dafka. Really, it's there on Ayn Gimel is the sugya. And why are we learning it here? I need a Nasiv Rasha Bazir, Nasiv Safe and Bazir. Since the Mishnah said, go back to the Mishnah, it said, the Mishnah wanted to teach us that the father has got certain aspects where he's got the upper hand over the husband. So since we learned that, the Mishnah has carried on and said, also, while we're on that, we closed up the subject nicely and said, 
The husband also has gotten up ahead, but really that's not relevant to our sugya. That's in Ayn Gimel, and our sugya was just talking about the first case, and you're correct, we shouldn't have learned it over here, we should have learned it over 